Hello and welcome to the AMCP podcast series, Listen Up, as we take a deep dive into the challenges, trends, and opportunities in managed care pharmacy. Follow the show's social hashtag at AMCP Listen Up, and to learn more about AMCP, visit amcp.org. I'm your host, Fred Goldstein. On today's show, my guests are Marissa Schlafer and Billy West, recipients of the 2023 AMCP Distinguished Service Award. The award recognizes an AMCP member who has made exceptional and sustained contributions to the organization over at least a five-year period. So congratulations and welcome, Marissa and Billy. Thanks, Fred. Wow. It's great to have you both on. Let's start with you, Marissa. How did you first become involved with AMCP? And when I first got involved with AMCP many years ago, I think it was 1992 or 1993, I was working in managed care contracting for Eckerd Drug, not, which doesn't exist anymore. And someone suggested that I, I become involved in AMCP. One of my clients was involved in committees and suggested that I volunteer for a committee. And it's, it's gone from there. Fantastic. And you, Billy? I started off as a student and getting involved in the student chapter of AMCP at Samford University. And then because of that involvement and, and kind of going to the, the national meetings, I saw the, the opportunity that was there to network and to, to, to contribute to the managed care pharmacy profession. And so got involved in committees after graduation and continued to try to give back over time. And you both mentioned committees. So maybe, Billy, what committees have you been involved with and what's that work been like? Mostly the government affairs committees uh, early in my career, legislative regulatory action committee or LRAC, the policy committee, which used to be called the legislative committee, I believe. And ultimately, those really got gave me a taste of policy, government policy, government affairs, and really learning how the, the, the inner workings of what do pharmacists and managed care stand for? And so those have been the committees early in my career and then moved on to I'm currently on the Organizational Affairs Committee. So that's been a, an exciting change of pace from the government affairs because, again, you kind of le- now you're learning the inner workings of AMCP and all the how do we you know, operate with uh, you know, awards and, and, and the different productions that, that the academy is, is putting on for the membership. And you, Marissa? Um, so my initial involvement with was with committees that don't even exist anymore. <laughs> Back in the the mid nineties, late nineties, and early two thousands, I was on the strategic strategic development and marketing committee, which I later went on to chair, and then also was on the education committee, which I later chaired. Then I left volunteer involvement with AMCP for about ten years, and when coming back, was involved with the Public Policy Committee and then later the board. Yeah, it's fantastic to think about how important it is. One, obviously, the education that AMCP provides and and overseeing some of that, but also this whole policy thing. We're seeing it now in D.C. with so much going on around pharmacy policy and managed care. So I, I assume your input is really important and to ultimately try and impact legislation to make it appropriate for the people that need the services. Exactly. I mean, AMCP does such a great job in that space. So being able to contribute, I think both Billy and I feel like that the ability to contribute to what AMCP does in that space is very important and, and, and helps 
really make sure that managed care pharmacy is, is serving patients well. And Marissa, I understand you also worked for AMCP for some period of time as well right. as volunteer. Yes. Yeah, so when I was um, at the same time that I was chairing the Educational Affairs Committee, I was hired by AMCP to lead pharmacy affairs, which at that time was professional practice, regulatory affairs, policy, being the, the lead pharmacist on staff at AMCP. And so I resigned as chair of the Educational Affairs Committee to, to take a full-time position with AMCP and was there for 10 years. But it, it let me take the work I was doing as a volunteer that I loved doing and, and making it my full-time life for 10 years. So I really appreciated and valued the opportunity to have been involved with AMCP on both sides, both as a volunteer and as a staff member. Yeah, it's, a, it's some great insights, obviously, and a little difference in how you impact the organization from either side, I guess. Definitely. You know, you go from doing it and, you know, our volunteers put in tremendous hours, but then you go to staff and it, it, it becomes your 24-7 life. So you, it's it's an ability to contribute in an, an even greater way. But what the volunteers do is is so important. Right. I mean, the organization can only get so much done. And then you have a ton of expertise out there in your membership. So why not bring that expertise in? So, Billy, do you have a most interesting or valuable experience that you've had occur as a member of AMCP and volunteering? Yeah, I think that the, the most rewarding experience I had was actually chairing the policy committee years ago. It was a, a unique situation for me where essentially I was you know, typically you get appointed as the vice chair and then the chair and then you kind of move on. Well, right as I got appointed as vice chair, the person that was the chair retired. And so I took her year, I took my year, and then for some reason, not for some reason, but for basically to match the legislative cycles, I think the uh, policy committee renewed every September when everything else typically renewed in April. Well, they wanted to align those. So then I got an additional several months of leading that committee. So it was like almost a three-year stint of sharing policy. And again, what was so valuable about that was just being, you know, having your finger on the pulse of the industry, really trying to help shape and guide a, a group of your peers in managed care pharmacy to help determine and, and establish the position statements for AMCP that ultimately get approved by the board, of course. But that was a, a special time in, in what I've, you know, considered this, you know, 20 years worth of volunteering at AMCP. And I can imagine having chaired committees in not-for-profit organizations similar to AMCP, you, you were, the first year, as you said, as a vice chair, is usually, hey, I can learn it, I got it. But you were sort of thrown to the wolves. Then you have the good year where you're doing it. And then it's like, well, this is so easy. Now I get a little bit extra at the end, right? Exactly. It was, it, was a, it was a great experience. By the end, yeah, I was felt like I was a pro. How about you, Marissa? Uh, well, definitely the opportunity to serve as AMCP president was was very special. Not special in the same way that anyone else's year as as president was special, in that I had the opportunity to be the COVID president for AMCP or to serve as president during the COVID year. So. No conferences during my my term as president or any in-person board meetings, but really had the chance to get involved in, in different ways because so many of the decisions that were made that year, decisions 
to cancel conferences, decisions on what federal loans to go after, and decisions that really influence the, the, the fiscal stability of the organization, where we never met in person, but our board probably met more often than any other AMCP board has. And it, it was just really, you know, that focus on how do we serve members when we're not together in person. And, and then that was, of course, also the year that we all spent a lot of time thinking about how AMCP should focus on uh, racial inequities and health disparities and really had the opportunity to help kick off the work that AMCP has done in that space and that future presidents have continued. Yeah, I, I imagine that was quite the transition years. You're trying to figure all this stuff out. And at the same time, obviously, it's an organization supporting managed care pharmacy, which was such a critical piece of COVID to begin with. And getting that information out, I'm sure, was a major component. Definitely. I mean, the staff did an incredible job at that period during that period of time of taking in, you know, best practices from members, sharing that with other members, and making sure that, you know, patients were able to get the medications they need, the vaccinations they need. And during that time, you know, states, uh, whether it was governors, state boards of pharmacy, the federal government, HHS, CMS, FDA, were issuing new guidances every day. So there was so much for staff to keep up with. Wow. You both have a wealth of experience, both in pharmacy world, managed care, and obviously with AMCP. What would you recommend to people who are just starting out at AMCP or what they might want to think about and how they should get involved? Maybe you first, Billy? Sure. I think that you have to have that mindset of wanting to to give back or to pay it forward. You have to have that, you know, again, the the, the desire to want to help uh, educate the, the future of managed care pharmacy as well as contribute to your peers. And I always have said it, uh, you know, to, to those that would listen, it's so much better to be in the game than on the sidelines to actually have the, you know, have the ability to influence and, and be part of the solution rather than just complain about the problems. And so if you want to get involved in AMCP, if you're in the student level of experience, you know, get involved in your student chapter. And then, you know, as you move into your, the early parts of your career, a lot of success and a lot of the, the leaders in AMCP currently have dabbled in the, the regional affiliates. You can t- test your, you know, your leadership skills out as a regional affiliate member and, and then even be on their board and committees, et cetera. And in, again, the, the networking that allows you to show what you've got, who you are, and, and the ability to influence there then progresses into the, the national committee membership and uh, leadership, as well as getting involved wherever you can in the AMCP program. So there's, you know, there's the ability to be a mentor. There's advocacy leaders uh, per state and a lot of other ways that, again, that AMCP, the organization, keeps track of your involvement so that they can, you know, keep keep account for that so that you can when you when you do apply for committees and you do apply for other opportunities, they they see the the work that you've done and and it, it gets recognized. So I think that's how you probably uh, get involved is you know start off slow and and, and work your way into with your network. And anything you'd like to add, Marissa? No, I think Billy Billy did a great job. I'll just mention a couple other things in addition to all the ways Billy mentioned. You know. JMCP serving as a peer reviewer, 
for the journal, volunteering for the booth at a conferences, volunteering as a moderator at conferences. There's other ways to get involved other than committees. But I would say, you know, there's both opportunities to pick and volunteer for a committee that builds on your strength. You're obviously more likely to get selected for a committee if you can show a good reason, you know, if you've had some policy experience. When you volunteer for the policy committee, you're you're more likely to get chosen. But you can also really learn from your committee involvement. I think going back to my very first committee involvement, and obviously I was much younger then and less experienced than in my job, but the first time I ever learned what a SWOT analysis was, it was serving on the strategic development committee for AMCP, and Craig Stern had to, as the committee was going into that work, had to teach me what a SWOT analysis was. So I think that just, you know, committees are both contributing, but also learning from everything you get out of being on a committee. And as Billy said, it's it's the people you get to volunteer with that are the best part. So Billy, you've worked in several managed care environments, from health plans to PBMs for your career. What are the challenges you face serving AMCP in those various stops as you've gone through your career? Yeah, I think that the, the key is to have the support of the people that are giving you the opportunity to be involved. If you don't have the support of, again, you know, when uh, right now I currently work for Amgen and I have the ability to take the time out of our our, our work schedule to lead uh, the organizational affairs committee. And so I think that's the key is, is, is to help your employer to understand, you know, that, that you are trying to contribute to make things, uh, you know, make things better and you know make your you know give give back to your profession and to find that 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 boss or that leader that supports that i think that's going to that's going to be key to have success to be a successful leader in AMCP and i've seen several people struggle at times in different organizations and different times of their parts of their career etc getting that level of support and i've and i've i've watched their ability to contribute to AMCP you know, wax and wane based on based on that level. So I think mm-hmm. that's probably a key is, is to truly find those supportive managers, find the supportive organizations and help them to understand the value of it. Because in each of the, the areas that, uh, you know, that, that I've worked in, there's been a different level of value placed on our involvement in AMCP. And it's evolved over time. Each one of those had evolved over the course of my, of my uh, tenure there. And again, it, it, in the end, I think everyone saw that value in, in, in different degrees. Now let's go to what's next. Now that you've both been recognized for the Distinguished Service Award, how do you plan to dedicate your time? And what are you going to do in terms of focusing your energy in managed care pharmacy? Perhaps you first, Marissa. Yeah, I think my my committee involvement right now, my AMCP current involvement Last year was as chair of the nominations committee, and this year is a member of the the leadership Devel- development committee. So I'm very focused on where are the next leaders, who are the future board members for AMCP, and so really thinking very strategically is is one of the things the committee's doing this year is is how do we make sure that we have a board that is very represent very represents very well the AMCP membership and where we hope to go for the future. So I'm really excited about the future leaders of AMCP and want to be there to both help people from 
learn from my experience, but also take the, go in our own path and take AMCP in the direction that, that they see it should go. So I guess, you know, it's really a shout out if anyone's interested in, in running for the board, would love to talk to them. So please, please reach out if you have any interest. And you, Billy? Yeah, sh- shameless plug for the board here, Marissa, uh, for sure. <laughs> I definitely uh, think that's probably the, the next level of involvement that I'd like to explore. But also in the, you know, in, in the experience that I do have, I've, I've really enjoyed mentoring students and young professionals, helping them to find the way through, you know, navigate the managed care, not only the career paths that you can go on, but also just even the, you know, the, the, the academy itself. And so, Working through those pieces and, and trying to volunteer to, to, to help people, to, you know, to, to be successful in that, in that respect is where I think, you know, I'm going to continue to spend my time as well as, again, potentially, you know, looking to increase my uh, involvement where, where possible. Well, congratulations to both of you for being recipients of the award. Thanks for all your efforts on behalf of AMCP and to the organization. And thank you for coming on the show. Thanks, Fred. Appreciate it. Thanks, Fred. And thank you for joining us today. If you like this show, you can find all our episodes at amcp.org slash podcast on our show page at healthcarenowradio.com or on your favorite listening platform by searching Healthcare Now Radio. You can follow our show's social hashtag at amcplistenup. And don't forget to share, like, and follow amcp.org on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I'm Fred Goldstein for AMCP. Until next time.